Welcome to Incoming with Margie Avery, where we consider life and how to get through it happily. Hello and welcome back to Incoming with Margie Avery. I'm glad if anybody has hung in there and is listening and looking for the program. I want to thank you. And I am back. I know I said that in the last episode, but I'm really truly back this time. And I'm going to be putting out shows weekly. And I have all new adventures to to discuss with you. The theme that I, I hope I stick with throughout this program is about how to have a happy life. And what I'm going to be talking to you about is a major change that I made in my life. And hopefully it encourages some of you to do the same if there's something that you're sitting on the fence about, something that you would like to do, and you just can't quite get yourself there to do it. So a little backstory. I lived in Michigan for 50 years. I came there as a child with my parents for my dad's work and we stayed and a lot of things happened in my life um, and I had responsibilities to my mother and I made the commitment to be there for her and I stayed in Michigan for her and my mom passed away in June and we're going to be talking a little bit about that too about grief but to keep it just to get the ball rolling today so so you understand where I'm coming from with this this latest let's say the 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 theme or my play on the consistent theme is I I was mourning I'm still mourning um if any of you have never lost someone close to you like that let me tell you it's you are unprepared for that type of grief I I think probably the only comparison would be a parent losing a child. I think a parent-child relationship is probably the most unique relationship that we have in our life. I don't think that there is ever a relationship that is comparable to that. And when you lose that person that you have had from cradle to their grave... Even if you are, you know, a viable part of society and you've got it together, it's just, it's indescribable. And the effect on, on you is, uh, it, 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 it infiltrates every part of your life in ways that books on grief and, and talking to people really can't, it, you couldn't even describe it to someone. So at any rate, Along with all those things that happened grieving my mom was also the opportunity that I no longer had the commitment, the obligation to stay in Michigan. I didn't have to do that anymore. And it opened up opportunities to me that I hadn't previously been afforded. No one's fault. Again, these were my choices. So I started thinking, you know, I'm 58 years old. I'm not financially independent, but 
I'm at a point financially where, okay, even if I still have to work, I can work where I want to work. I mean, when we're younger and when we are in more desperate situations, we you take what you can get. You work jobs and maybe they're not the greatest. It's kind of toxic environments, whatever. But, you know, we've talked about that on here before too. But, you know, eventually you find your way out. And if you're in one of those, definitely find your way out. But also you reach a point in life where if you've made good enough financial decisions, you can at least say, you know what, and and I should add, if the job market is amiable to that, which currently it is, you can say, you know what, I, I, I've given this place a try. It's not a fit for me. I'm going to go to the next one. And if you find some place that you're happy enough, then okay, you know, you stay there and you get a paycheck as long as you have to work. So I still have to work. And then the next thing that occurred to me is, well, having to work every day and pay bills doesn't dictate that I have to be in Michigan, where I have to be working that job and paying those bills. And I thought, you know, I always wanted to travel. I always wanted to live in, in some different places and, and couldn't. Yeah, you know, I made different choices, but now I can. So I made the decision to move to Florida, which, by the way, is a place that I could be quoted as saying I would never live. I didn't think I would tolerate the heat, what have you. So what I did, though, um, my partner has family in the panhandle of Florida, and I finally visited, and I was very taken with it, and I thought, you know, this place is kind of nice. It's not like other areas of Florida that are just stiflingly hot and don't really have seasons. They kind of have seasons here. So I decided I'm I'm going to Florida. So I had an estate sale. I sold probably 90% of my earthly possessions. I kept a couch, all of my kitchen devices and pots and pans and dishes. And I kept uh, maybe 70% of my clothing. The rest I had an estate sale. And whatever was left after the estate sale, we threw out 63 bags. And I don't want to call it garbage because it really wasn't. It's just, you know, it, I didn't have the time to try and sell it on eBay or something like that. Garage sales are, you know, that's why I had an estate sale. I didn't want to deal with it. And it's hard to find people who really, at least where I was in Michigan, that really want these used items. So I just, I threw them out. What I couldn't donate, I threw out. And I was lucky enough that my current employer, which is not a bad employer, it's not, a, it's not my dream place, but it's not a toxic environment. So I spoke with them and was able to keep my work and do it remotely. I've probably mentioned in the past, I, I work in accounting, which is ideally suited to working remotely. And I thought, well, even if, you know, my, my long-term goal into retirement, the reason that I went back to school and got an accounting degree years ago was my thinking that I'm never going to be necessarily somebody wealthy enough to just, I'm 62, I'm quitting working. And I don't even know that that's something anyone should do, but that's a topic for another day. But if I am healthy enough and, and God blesses me that I'm 
physically capable of still working, if you find a place that you're happy at, why not, you know, keep working there and keep getting some paychecks. But the long, long term is that I want to establish my own book of clients that I either do their monthly bookkeeping for their small to medium-sized business at home and do tax returns. So that's the, the next phase of life. And accounting is ideally suited to do that late into life. But for now, I still have a paycheck, sold everything that I own, my house is for sale, and I am now living in Florida. So when I tell you guys that if you're in an unhappy situation, there are steps you have to take. There may be many time-consuming things that you have to do to get yourself in a different place, but you can do it. You can do it. You can start today saying, no, I'm not happy in this relationship, in this job, in this place that I'm living. I just want something different. And that's what I wanted. It, it wasn't even necessarily like a, a lifelong dream, as I've mentioned, of living in Florida. It was more of, I just need a change. I want a change in lifestyle. And I've been working on that anyway. And it's easier to do when you are away from familiar places and familiar people because that makes the battle harder for me because you fall into old habits when you're in familiar surroundings and with familiar people. Here, no one knows me from Adam except for the people that I came with. And I can be the full new me. I can present the new me and no one knows any different. It makes it just easy. And if you've listened to some of my other episodes, I, I did start a weight loss journey over two years ago. I've, I lost 42 pounds. I've maintained that weight loss with the exception of when my mother died. And I don't, I can't consciously say that I was eating more. I, I think it's just something you know, the mind and the body that when your mind is that disturbed, that something just happens with your metabolism. And I did put on 10 pounds, which I am working diligently to get back off. I'm in a much better place now, six months later. And in the process of the moving and the selling and all of this, I was doing, you know, it was the situation necessitated eating a lot of carryouts, a lot of ready-made foods, which are horrible. And that probably is what contributed to gaining the weight. And I probably wasn't eating more. It was just what I was eating because of everything being packed up in my house and, you know, moving. Now I'm back. I'm pretty much settled into my apartment in Florida and I can buy regular groceries and I can kind of cook and eat. I'm getting back on track of eating healthier. So I am losing a lot of that fluid that I was carrying and and emotionally, I'm, I'm in a better place six months later. I'm not there yet. I don't know that you totally ever get there when you lose someone like that, but I'm in a better place than I was. Um, also, the place that I moved is an apartment. I chose an apartment because I don't really know the area. I don't really know that this is my last stop. I signed a 13-month lease. That's when the pricing was good. And... My thinking is I don't want to take my money that I'm getting when my house sells, which is like my 401k, having been self-employed most of my career, that's my big cash asset. But I don't want to take all that money and dump it into real estate 
right now, and especially in an area where I'm not really familiar with the market. I don't want my money tied up or, you know, potentially lose money. So I'm just going to stick that into a high yield savings account and live off of my paychecks and reassess things 13 months from now. Who knows? I may want to pack up and go to the next place. And in this place, I am making the decision, having said that, that I'm not making commitments to expensive pieces of furniture or all these things anymore. I'm not, I'm at a different stage in my life. I'm 58. And I'm buying Target pieces and even things off of Amazon because I just want it basic. If I want to make a move again, I don't want to look at it and go, oh my God, that's my $5,000 couch I'm donating. I want it to be, you know what? I got that on Amazon. I bought it at Target. I've had it a year. I don't care if it goes into the dumpster if I'm ready to go someplace else. I want to travel light from here on out. And backtracking a bit, my mother passed away in June. We had to clean out her house. And then by the end of October, I had my estate sale. So in a six-month span, we, we cleaned out two homes, donated, sold, threw out. It, it's a lot, you know. And it was a learning experience because you look at these things and first I'm thinking, you know, having lost my mom, these earthly things just don't seem to matter as much anymore. It seems all very unimportant. It changed my perspective in that re re aspect. But also when I realized my mom had a cute house, she had nice things and no one wanted it. I ended up donating really, really nice things. And that's good. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping someone can benefit from that, but it adds to that feeling of why, why do I want to accumulate these things so that one day I die and some unlucky soul has to spend weeks doing that with my things. I want to travel light. I want to enjoy life and life is not things. Life is people and places and self-care. And th that's, you know, the other thing that I'm always saying to you guys, I mean, social media, all these things, they talk you into this gross consumerism that just in the grand scheme of life, it's not necessary. I mean, if you have it and you can afford it, God bless you, enjoy. But if you're like the other 90% of us and you don't have it and you can't really afford it and you have to go into credit card debt to get it, don't. It's not worth it. it you can enjoy your life just fine without those things. Put the time in the effort into the people that means something to you. Volunteer, I don't know, you know, self-care. So anyway, back to uh, the apartments. The apartments that I moved into, it's really, it's like a resort-style apartment. They have a, the property is not very big by Michigan standards, so you kind of feel like you're on your own little private estate here. It's a short walk or drive down to the clubhouse where they have three gyms and you know, they're open air, there's a saltwater pool, and that goes in line with my healthy lifestyle because my plan is, I've only been here a couple of weeks, but the plan is I, I want to start getting better sleep. I mean, I sleep good, but I want to get in a bit more of a routine. So I, you know, have been practicing going to bed earlier, getting up earlier. So my plan, my goal is uh, maintaining this weight loss, which is not a diet. It's a lifestyle change. So I want to maintain that lifestyle change and 
Part of that is going to be incorporating daily exercise. So I will get up at about five, head down to the gym, do my workout, come back, shower, head into my office and start my day at work. Probably going to be better on track to start that piece next week because I am still unpacking and organizing. But that is the goal and the place that I chose to live will suit that perfectly. So I do practice what I preach, guys. I, I, people think I'm crazy. People, uh, friends have looked at me like, what are you doing? And I'm thinking, well, I'm doing something with my life. I'm living my life. If I don't do this at 58, when will I do it? Wait until I'm too old or have health issues that keep me bound somewhere that I really don't want to be? What do I have to lose? If I sell my house, wasn't an ideal house to live in into old age anyway. Too many stairs. So I'm putting the money in a high-yield savings account. And I'll do a plug here for a moment. Marcus by Goldman Sachs. They have an online app. You can start with any amount. And they're currently paying, I believe it's 3.4. I got like an extra 0.1 percentage point or something by joining AARP. But it's about 3.4. And it's one of the highest that I found, if not the highest, uh, that doesn't have a minimum amount. And you can move the money easily back and forth between a linked bank account. So if you're looking for something, that's it. So I'm going from paying 5% interest on a, on a mortgage when the house sells to earning 3.4% on my money every month. And if I add up the total amount of my rent and compare it to my mortgage, taxes, insurance, and maintenance on my house, they're dollar for dollar the same. Except now I can just pick up the phone and say, hey, I need this thing fixed. I don't have to go to my garage, dig out tools, and fix it myself. So that's the start of my big changes, and I'm going to be sharing my experiences with that along the way. So far, I'm really happy with it. I mean, there was a little nervousness myself. To, to, you know, I mean, as I said, I've, I lived in Michigan 50 years. So even though I knew it was something that I wanted, I was a little bit nervous. Like, wow, what is happening here? What am I doing? But so far, I'm going with it. I'm trusting my gut, and I've learned that my gut is pretty reliable if I trust it and I listen to it. And so that that's what I'm doing, and I'm really happy with how I'm setting up my new apartment. I'm just happy to be doing something different. And, and the other thing a lot of people warned me about, I read some books about grief and grieving, and they said, oh, you know, be very careful in that first year. Don't make any big decisions. And I thought, well, why not? It changes your perspective. I mean, you know, I don't know, maybe you don't want to do something detrimental to yourself, but something such as what I did, why not? Why not? As I said, my house wasn't suitable for a person as they get older anyway. I have arthritis. All those stairs weren't good. And, you know, I no longer needed to be in Michigan. Why can't I try someplace else? There's a great big world out there. And... It's waiting for all of us. So, and for me at that time, I am the type of person when I'm mourning, I don't draw comfort from having reminders and familiar things around me. I know some people do, and I respect that. I don't. 
so having grown up in Michigan with my parents, it was just in both my parents have passed away now. Every turn on the street was a reminder of something that just made me sad. And here I can still carry their memories and the things about them that I loved and the good memories that I want, but I don't have to have things constantly in my face. I can do it at my leisure when I want to think about it, when I want to remember it. I don't have to be, in my, for me, sadly reminded daily. So I don't know in all cases, but in my case, it was kind of, all right, I am making a decision way less than a year from having a loss like this, but why not? So I hope that that inspires you, that I'm practicing what I preach. I hope you enjoy some of the things I'm sharing with you as we go along here. Um, I do look forward to talking to you again weekly. If you like the show, please share with your friends, with your family, with your coworkers. Send them my way. If you have any comments, leave them in Apple Music. And I will talk to you all next week. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you.